Okay. All right. Um, so, you know, healing is, is important for, for all of us because we're humans, because we walk on this earth, because we're in relationships. Everyone, everyone can benefit from um, letting God do healing works in our hearts. And, um, and it's just because people are not perfect, but God is. And, and he's so good. And so um, he likes to take, you know, the things that have happened to us in our lives and make something good out of them and um, make, you know, it says in the Bible that, you know, he, he does everything for our good, you know, and he takes all of our difficult situations and circumstances and can actually turn them into gold. And um, we, you can see kind of the, the human heart as like a garden. And, um, you know, there's there's seeds that get planted even from a young age and they say that um the the human personality is formed by the age of six and um that's like a tender age that um things happen you know to people and you know they um have done a lot of research and can see that that things are set in place by the age of six so um you know these seeds that happen to to you you know things situations encounters you know things can happen and that plant seeds inside of us that can either bear good fruit or bad fruit in our lives and um a lot of situations the enemy just likes to harp right on and get right into to like plant things that will bear bad fruit later in our lives and bad fruit are things like anger and fear control guilt shame things like that and you know you see it um in your behavior, you know, or, or just in the way you feel about things, you know, your your comfort level in certain situations, it can be really subtle or it can be really obvious. If you have extreme reactions to things, that can be an indicator that there's an issue here, you know. But but the whole idea is to go down to the root. And, you know, when you're gardening, you know, when you're getting those weeds out and you're getting things that don't belong there, you have to get right down to the root to pull it out. Or else if you just take the top off, you guys know if you're gardening, if you take the top off, the thing will grow back really quickly. And so the idea is to go down to the root and um, and let God, you know, pull and and sow in good seeds instead, so that that in that place there will be good fruit. And um, and and that process takes humility, you know. It takes the ability to to be able to let God in, you know, to to gently, you know, He will be gentle, but to let Him, you know, go in and. And it takes a little bit of trust to do that because some things can be very painful. Um, and and then the good fruit that God, you know, his seeds and the things that he sows in are, you know, the, the, the fruit of that is going to be freedom and peace and joy. And, you know, the fruits of the spirit, gentleness, self-control, all those things, things that maybe you've longed for that in certain situations it seems really hard to get a hold of. You know, you can actually get a hold of those things, you know, after you let God into those places. And it's it's just an amazingly powerful thing to have happen. And um, when I was at the school ministry in Toronto at um, TACF, um, you know, I had, I had heard teachings on this stuff before at our church. But then when I went there, it was like, you know, a huge, like, you're delving in into a, you know, the deep, <laughs> you know, you're letting God in and, and you've got all these people around you who are kind of helping you because they're one of their main um, topics that they, that they teach on and that they, you know, are always helping you in is this, this healing. And um, so in one of the counseling sessions I was in, um, God showed me a picture of the house that I grew up in. And um, it was like, 
the he took the house off and there was like the basement the foundation and and there was two uh big vines coming up out of the basement and one was fear and one was rejection and i felt like he said that one side of my family has a root of fear and the other side of my family has a root of rejection and i was like hmm interesting those are the things i struggle with all the time you know and um and the lord was just saying that he wanted to heal that and and so over the years, you know, it's always a process, but I felt like he's kind of pulled those things out and he's always working, you know, so, but I feel like I've grown a lot in both of those areas, you know, I have a lot more confidence in situations that maybe I didn't before and I feel stronger in who God's made me to be, you know, and then at the same time, like fear, just, you know, just a small example is that I used to be like, you know, white knuckling my steering wheel driving on the highway you know especially during anything snowy you know anything wet i mean i was always just especially on the highway you know i would just be really afraid to drive you know that's just one small situation but i can measure now you know and i remember in college feeling that way and then like it was maybe five years later i was like oh my gosh, I am completely fine driving on the highway. I don't feel that feeling I used to feel. I don't, you know, white knuckle. I don't grip that steering wheel. I don't feel any of these things. And, and, I, and I feel like every time I drive, I'm like, just in, I have a sense of peace. And I, I don't know if I used to pray that a lot. I'm sure I did. But, um, man, it's just been a huge difference just in that one area. But there's so many areas in my life that I've been able to receive a lot of freedom, freedom and, and behave differently because of it. And that's just been amazing. And I love seeing other people get a hold of those things too and see huge changes in their lives because of it, because of what God's done. But the, I think the main thing is being willing to let God in and being willing to face, you know, your responses to things and you know, humbling yourself. And um, I just want to encourage you to try to come to every one of these eight sessions because every one is a different topic and it, it's, the whole thing is going to give you a well-rounded perspective on things that can hold you back and, and getting freedom in all of those areas. So I just want to encourage you to try to make it to every one. And, and there's going to be a little bit of homework after each uh, one, but it's not going to be like intense. It's just going to be like focus on forgiveness, you know, and be mindful of this, you know, I just want to keep it going. They say that it takes 30 uh, days to break a habit. And so, you know, if you've been thinking in one way, you know, and we're going to address one way that, you know, we've been thinking and God gives you a new way to think, you know, it'd be really good to focus on that thing for 30 days. So it's things like that, that kind of homework, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it takes, I think a lot of time and energy to kind of deal with life sometimes the way it is in our hearts it's almost hard to try to manage your own life and how you feel about things sometimes, you know, just expending the energy. But it's like, you know, when you let God in, you can just, you know, walk in freedom. And it's just a lot easier, you know, to live life. And I found that is true. It's a lot easier to live life. I remember getting shaken by situations before. And I'm not saying I don't struggle with things. I still have them, but it's just a different it just feels a lot easier, I think, in some, you know, aspects. And I feel like then God will show me another aspect that I'll, you know, an issue or something. And I'll be like, oh, there's one, you know. But And then once, and this, uh, this is the other thing about this um, eight, eight sessions here, is that this will give you the opportunity to, to be able to work on things in your own life. But it will also um, just help you uh, understand just how, you know, you respond to things and what you can do about it, you know. So 
we want to equip you as well. So. I'm talking about the format. No, that's a good thing. You want to do that? Okay. Um, we are going to be uh, just doing every week, we're going to be doing like a, a teaching on the topic, and then we're going to just really let the Holy Spirit lead ministry time. And we want the for you guys to have time to pray through these things. And we're going to give you handouts and everything that you'll be able to follow, and it will be very clear. Um, but we're going to have you guys just use this sanctuary, just get into your own space because you're going to be praying things out loud, but we're going to put like soaking music on and, and it's really important to be doing things out loud. Um, one is because, um, when you hear your own words speaking, it builds faith in you. So if you're speaking the truth, you know, that God's given you or something, it's actually going to help you and your faith. But then also um, you're speaking on the atmosphere, and that's really important because it's speaking to the spiritual realm. You know, it's speaking to the enemy. I forgive my mom for this, you know, and it just does something. It's a lot stronger than if you just do it internally. So we encourage you to do all these things out loud. And so that's why we want you to have your own space so, you know, you don't have to feel like anyone's listening to you. And you can, you know, say things quietly. Um, but, you know, just when you're doing some prayer or forgiveness or something, um, we want you to have your own space, and we're going to allow the Holy Spirit to minister uh, corporately, you know. And so I'm just going to talk about the Holy Spirit for a moment. Um, I just love the Holy Spirit. Oh, man, it's just, I don't know, I've just, especially lately, it's like, just the ministry that the Holy Spirit brings is so real and is so much better than what a human could do anyway, you know? And um, in Isaiah 61, uh, 1, the Lord has come to set the captives free, to heal the brokenhearted, and to open prison doors. And and even those doors can be the doors of our heart, you know? And, and when we allow God, we give him the keys to our heart and say, here you go, you can come on in, you know? He will heal your broken heart, or he'll hear, heal the area that you're letting him into. And um, he's here to set us free, you know. It's so good. And then also, he's the comforter, you know. And, and that's something when you're just kind of in your own spot, and, you know, you can just welcome the Holy Spirit to come in and comfort you when you're feeling, you know, the pain of something coming up. Um, in John 14:26, um, the helper, the comfort of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to remembrance all the things that I said to you. And this is Jesus talking. Um, but this is also true for you when you're, um, you know, sitting in ministry time. Um, and, you know, maybe you, you don't remember. Like today we're going to be doing some forgiveness. And... Um, you know, maybe you don't remember who you need to forgive, or maybe you can't, you know, nothing's just coming to mind. That's when the Holy Spirit can bring to remembrance, just like it says here in John, he can bring to remembrance people, you know, that have hurt you or that you need to forgive or, you know, and, and he's good at that. He remembers, he knows everything, you know. And so you can just be open to receiving from the Holy Spirit ministry. Um, he leads us in Romans 8:14. It says, "For as many as are led by God, these are the sons of God, and we are, you know, the sons and daughters of God." And He leads us, so He can lead you in everything. And then He also helps us in Romans 8:26. It says, "Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray as we ought, but the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered." And uh, he can also reveal what we need to pray when we're kind of wondering what do we pray or what, you know, how do I go about this here. So I just want to encourage you to 
use this time, this ministry time, to let the Holy Spirit, you know, just come and be tuned in and, you know, asking him to open the eyes of your heart and your ears to hear what the Spirit is saying as you're going through this time of healing. So we're going to be asking the Holy Spirit to be ever-present. And then also during ministry time, just so you know, you have uh, complete liberty to raise your hand, you know, and any one of us... um, the Valmers or the Menzers or, or us will come around and pray with you if you want, give you, answer a question if you have one or anything, so you're not alone either. So so that's going to be for when we do ministry time, and we're going to be doing that after each teaching. So that's time for you and God. So. All right. So any any questions? Is that is that good groundwork? Does everyone kind of go, okay, I think I've got a decent feel for how things are going to flow? Um, just want to make sure, you know, uh, that everyone's feeling like, all right, well, we've got at least so- something to start with. And all right. So good. Well, I'm going to just kick off the, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something witty, but <laughs> nothing's coming to mind. All right. Um, <laughs> For, so I'm going to start just talking about forgiveness, and that's kind of the, the topic that we're talking about tonight. And forgiveness is obviously a big key to this this whole thing because a lot of times what's going to end up happening is we're going to be re- re- it's going to be revealed to us um, or we're going to realize and the Holy Spirit is going to show us that um, we've held on to things um, that that where we haven't forgiven. And, uh, and really the key to uh, this freedom is through forgiveness and repentance. And we're going to talk about repentance in a little bit, but um, forgiveness is one of the biggest keys to, to this. So um, uh, a friend of mine once said, forgiveness is the breath of the kingdom. It should be constantly going in and out of us. And that, that was Scott Jones. Uh, for many of you know that, you know, Scott, um, he, I think it was just an inspired moment when he was teaching and it just kind of came out. And it's so true, you know, forgiveness, it, it needs to be as natural as breathing. It needs to be um, that that much a part of our lives. And as Sarah and I have learned and grown, it just becomes more a part of your life where you recognize things. Okay, this I am now feeling this emotional reaction to this thing. And we, we were trying to learn, we continue to learn to just choose to forgive right there. As soon as we recognize it, we choose to forgive and take that first step into forgiveness. And, and so we, I think we want to get to where it's just, it just happens naturally. You know, it just flows in and out of us. It just happens all the time. And because like Sarah said, we are all human beings, you know, we all make mistakes. We hurt each other. That is unfortunately or fortunately, you know, that's a part of life. Like that is a part of life. And so uh, one of the biggest tools for um, f- for really coming into freedom is is through forgiveness. And so the goal is offering forgiveness um, <clears throat> all the time because we are going to r- run into stumbling blocks. So let's let's use an example. Um, Sarah and I are married. And we spend a lot of time together, and she hit, she hits me in the face rarely. No, but she, you know, she could say something that would hurt me. Let's just use a very generic example. She could say something that maybe um, would go against 
uh, kind of maybe making me feel disrespected or uh, making me feel unloved. And, um, and so the general, I think, human reaction is um, you should pay. <laughs> you should feel some kind of hurt or something because of what I'm feeling. Either I withhold myself from her or I lash out because I'm feeling hurt or um, I give her the silent treatment and, you know, nothing. I just walk away. And the, 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 that reaction is trying to make, let her know you've hurt me or you've done something to me that, that makes me angry. And so there's a, a reaction in all of us, I think, to to want to let the other person know that that what they did was hurtful and obviously there's definitely a time for reconciliation and and you there's communication but a lot of times it's an it's an unhealthy reaction right it's it's a healthy reaction is to go and talk about it and to not accuse to forgive but the, i think the general reaction is i want you to pay because you hurt me or you made me feel a certain way. Um, and so when you do that, what you're doing is really demanding justice. You're demanding justice for what that person did to you. Okay, you're saying, they owe me something because of what they did to me. And they should pay for what they did to me. Okay? Um, so when, when we do that, we demand justice... All of a sudden, what did we do? We just put ourselves in the place of the judge, didn't we? We just said, we are the judge. <clears throat> and of course, you know, in Matthew it talks about judge not lest you be judged. When you put yourself in the place of the judge, you don't, you can't receive both. Um, you can have either mercy or justice. You can't have both. And the, the, when you put yourself in the place of the judge, um, you know, Jesus came to free us from the debt that we owe. I mean, that's the whole purpose that he came. We owed a debt because of the sin that we have and the mistakes that we've made. And the whole purpose of Jesus coming is to free us from that debt that we owed. And so um, in God's eyes, we're free. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah, I mean, it's ultimately God is the judge, right? Ultimately, God is the judge. And he is the one that ultimately brings justice. And so um, it's, not, it's not our place to bring justice upon someone. Now, so what I... Let me make something clear. I'm not saying that when someone hurts you, that's okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that um, that uh, that it's it, that that is an okay activity or that that's all right. Um, but for us to um, demand justice for something that someone else has done, that's what I'm talking about. That's not our role. Does that does that help? Yeah. Right. 
demanding punishment for something. Exactly. Right. Discerning. Very good. That's a good point. Yeah, it's not discerning between what's right and what's wrong and using godly judgment to understand. It's, it's, it's requiring punishment for an action done to me. I think a lot of it's just done in the heart. You know, it's just, it's not like an outward expression. It's more just kind of like we decide things and, and then decide. And I feel like when we judge in that sense, uh, there's kind of this like woundedness behind it. You know what I mean? And it's maybe not done from a place of right and wrong, true right and wrong. It's done from a place of woundedness. And therefore, you know, having a judgment against someone or, or, or judging in your heart that this was right or wrong isn't done in a healthy way. And we're not meant to do that anyway cause, because God is the perfect judge and he knows every situation. He knows every heart, you know. Yeah, and I think, you know, what, what judging or, or requiring – um, punishment or justice on a situation does it what it doesn't it doesn't actually satisfy it when we do that it doesn't actually satisfy what it really does is it affects us yeah so we we build up because of those um, those times we are holding on to those things when people have hurt us and we we are building a wall and we build and then when other situations happen that are similar, we add another brick to that wall. And it just, then life circumstances continue to add to that, add to that, add to that. All right. Um, yeah, so a lot of times it's not, you know, it's not, a, it's not an external reaction. But internally we say, they did something wrong to me, and I'm holding them accountable for that. So, um what forgiveness is, forgiveness is saying that you no longer, I'm no longer holding you accountable. You do not owe me anything for what you've done. It's releasing the person from the debt that you, that they, you feel like they owe to you. Okay. So it's, forgiveness is not saying that what they did was okay. The thing could be wrong. It could be wrong. But it's saying, I'm not taking the place of the judge. I'm not saying that you owe me anything. I'm releasing you from any debt that I was holding, that I was requiring out of you because of what you did to me. Yes. Discerning right from wrong, we really have almost no place in our life where we need to be doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because discerning right from wrong is like for uh, an objective third party to do. This happened with this person, this happened with this person, and this was right and this was wrong, where almost all of our life is us and someone else. And it's, it's a totally different dynamic. It's a totally different paradigm. It's like different plane in space where... Marilee says something to me, it's not my job to say that was right or wrong. It's my job to say, how am I going to deal with what just happened yeah. between me and God and between me and the person? And right and wrong has nothing to do with it. Whether she did something right, but I took it as wrong, or she did something wrong, and it was just wrong and hurt me, it doesn't matter. It's all, now what do I do? 
with that person and with God. It's a react. It's a. Um, it's how we address our feelings for s- situations that have happened. There are, you know, the ju- the other part of the discernment and justice is, um, y- you know, we learn we've learned about boundaries, setting up boundaries. Well, this person is doing this, and so I need that is not an okay activity, and so I'm going. I'm judging that, or I'm discerning that I need to um, not allow that kind of behavior, and so I'm going to do this thing regardless of what they do. So there's a, yeah, there is a difference there. But I think your point is well taken that that this is a lot of times our reactions, like our emotional reactions to things that have happened to us. And it's really dealing with those emotions and those things between us and God and us and the person. Um, is that? Yeah. Well, I'm saying continue to forgive, <laughs> but I'm not saying that if 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 there's something, it, yeah, there's a delicate balance there. I think between um, you need to there, you just need to have godly wisdom to discern um, when you need to. Uh, I don't want to say address behavior, sort out, yeah, sort out the issue. Yeah. All right, so Jesus paid our debt, so we owe nothing, right? We don't owe we don't owe anything because of the freedom and because of the blood of Jesus. We have that freedom. And so we want to extend that to everyone around us. That's what we, we want to be like Jesus, right? <clears throat> All right. All right, so the, the, you know the key to this this whole thing, or or the end result of this whole thing, is freedom. Like we want to be free. We don't want to be bound up dr- when we drive and just constantly afraid. You know, and and that, so the end result is freedom, and it's freedom to be who who God's called us to be, and it's freedom to be able to reach out and impact people. You know. Us, our body, our friendships, reach out to those people and people that that don't know God at all. And and if we're strained within relationships because of unforgiveness or because of past hurts, then we're not able to fully be what God's called us to be and to step into the things that God's that God's called us to step into. I got one other thing. <laughs> I don't give up the mic that easily. Um, so I, I imagine, I, I picture unforgiveness as a, a, a prison and it's, it's a prison that actually we're holding ourselves in. 
because what ha- a lot of times someone might hurt us or someone might do something to us that affects us, and we, <clears throat> in not forgiving and not releasing that person, we we have now we now affect our own lives because we're holding unforgiveness. Okay, the person might not have a clue <laughs> that they hurt us, and yet. People have held on to things for years and years. I mean, we all have. Years and years and years and years and years. We hold on to things and we're bitter about it and we're angry about it. The person that hurt us might not have a clue that they even hurt us. Who's the one that's affected? It's us, you know? And so, and so you know, becoming who we're really meant to be is, is using the key of unforgiveness to unlock our own prison door and let ourselves out to find that freedom that, you know, that we've been looking for. And that, that picture helped me out a lot. Like that makes a lot of sense to me. It's like when I don't forgive, I'm holding myself in a prison and I have the key to get out of the prison and to find freedom. Uh, And what's interesting about that is, you know, it's pretty clear that when we are holding unforgiveness, it allows the enemy to have legal grounds to things in our lives. You know, unforgiveness is like a root to bitterness. And, you know, it's a, a way made for the enemy to do things, you know. And so because the enemy loves justice, he loves to be able to say, ooh, look what you did, you know, and, and to work in that realm. But mercy, the mercy of God, takes away that ability for the enemy to have any, uh, you know, part in that. I mean, it just completely takes it away and wipes away um, the foothold that the enemy is given. And so, you know, when we forgive, we're actually kind of cleaning out, um, you know, things, grime and, and stuff in our heart that gives the enemy a place to inhabit, you know. Um, in the Lord's Prayer, it says, you know, and we all say this, but it's like kind of a slips by. I think it's easy to forget. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors because we want to be forgiven. But it's really hard to then forgive others, you know. And there's the story in the Bible about that. Uh, I think it was a business owner who was forgiven his debts, but then he didn't forgive um, the person that was had a debt with him. And um, it's really easy to do that when we come to Jesus and we say, will you forgive me for my sins? And then we're still like...
Check. So we're going to do about three or four more minutes, maybe three minutes, and then we'll get back together. Why don't we go ahead and have you guys all wrap up and come back together? It's interesting. Um, 
I've just been noticing something lately. I feel like maybe God just opened up my eyes to something lately, or maybe I've just started becoming more like this. It's just like a weird social thing that I've been noticing that I've been doing lately. And just as we were praying, I realized I think my dad does that, whatever what this thing. It's not a big deal, but it's just something kind of small. And I was like, I wonder if, you know, I need to forgive my dad for being that way. And, you know, I just went for it. It just came up, but it was something that was really recent and um, was really good. Bill has something he wants to say. Yes. So um, I was praying about stuff and people in my life that I needed to forgive and it was it was kind of like talked about earlier another level of some of the same things and whatever and i just felt like god was giving me a picture of like where the unforgiveness in my heart makes it hardened you know and builds a wall and there's a lot of analogies you can think of it in terms of but it's like an inward facing thing like they did this thing and now i feel this way and it becomes about me and thinking about me and protecting me and how i feel about it and god was just showing me he wanted to like reverse that dynamic and like heal that spot in my heart you know, he says he'll replace our heart of stone with a heart of flesh. And, like, he does want to heal me, but he also wants to turn it around and make that spot in my heart like a spring where the streams of living water can flow, you know, where his love can flow from that spot in my heart to that specific person. And I think it's just like a restoration and a redeeming of the relationship where, like, you know, before, I mean, I, I feel like I loved that person, <laughs> you know, but I think he wants his love specifically to flow from that spot in my heart to that person and really like open it up as a new, you know, in path or road to that person's heart, you know, with his love. So I don't know if I'm hoping that makes sense <laughs> when I say that out loud. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I think that's that's really good because the end result is freedom, right? And it's it's not like this can feel kind of introspective and really kind of like you know, this can turn into woe is me. Look at all the things that are wrong with me. But the end result needs to be an an outward attention, an outward focus. And I'm just so um, Bill, Bill talked a little bit about a heart of stone. We're actually going to change the schedule just a little bit. Next week we're going to do heart of stone instead of ungodly beliefs. Um, uh, Sarah's actually going to be gone, <clears throat> and that heart of stone is actually something that I've dealt with in a very real way, and. It's kind of, yeah, it's, I've taught on it before, and it's definitely something that's really, um, it's, it's completely changed who I am. So um, I'm going to be primarily talking next week uh, with some help from some others too. But um, So we're just going to do Heart of Stone next week instead of, uh, I think we're reversing Ungodly Lilies and Heart of Stone. So. Sorry, in two weeks. Just then? I was wondering, do you want to come up and share? Because I was going to ask people if they wanted to anyway. <laughs> you don't have to talk into the microphone, but you can. <laughs> okay, when I was praying um, to be able to forgive, I had to ask God, how can you protect me first? And he, ever, have you guys ever seen The Incredibles, the girl who does the force field? He showed me a picture of a fishing net, but it was over me like a force field. But there were holes big enough where if I wanted to let someone in that I loved, I could. But if he didn't want them in or I didn't want them in, he'd close the hole. So, like, some spots in the hole were really, really big and some were, like, really, really tiny. Like, you couldn't even get a speck of dust through it. 
God is so good. He's so trustworthy. Anyone else have anything that they wanted to share? Or, um, any testimonies of like maybe people that he, they brought up that maybe they didn't expect or not necessarily you have to say who, but any, any other comments or anything anyone want to share? Um, yeah, I think that's the coolest thing. And one other thing I was thinking is that I have heard so many stories about people who have forgiven, you know, maybe some really detrimental relationships, like a, you know, a mother-daughter situation where, you know, the there was a lot of woundedness there, and they found that once they forgave, it it started setting the other person free in some way. And they were able to get some kind of healing, and not only just the relationship between the two, but they were able to have some healing on their own. You know, and that's the power of forgiveness. You know. It's amazing how it affects everything, you know. Unforgiveness affects everything. I think also, uh, and this is maybe more general to the the whole time, but God's part of what God wants to do is is bring truth into this these situations, and that is a picture of God speaking to you about the reality of what He's doing for you. And God's going to speak to us in different ways and different pictures or, or different things that he's speaking to us are going to mean different things. You know, it wouldn't impact me, you know, nearly as much as it impacts you. But the point is that God wants to reveal to each one of us truth in the situation that we're dealing with. And um, that's one of the things we, we didn't have it on our list, but that's what the Holy Spirit came to do, right? Actually, it's funny because I, I, I said that when I preached, didn't I? The God, the Father, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus, there's different references throughout the Bible that they reveal truth and that they bring truth. And so I think that that's a good thing to recognize, that we are going to God through this whole process and you know forgiveness to find what the truth is. Because a lot of times we believe things that aren't true or we base things on our lives that aren't true, but God wants to reveal truth. So, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, if people are feeling tender right now or if, you know, God really ministered to you and, you know, forgiveness was released and, you know, you might be feeling tender, I'm just going to pray just for uh, God to kind of seal up our hearts, um, you know, and, and continue working 
on us, but um, just kind of a sealing and a protection over our hearts where we're feeling vulnerable and soft right now. Um, but soft hearts are a good thing, you know. Soft hearts are a really good thing, and just pray protection over people's hearts. So I'm just going to close with prayer. So Holy Spirit, we thank you so much for coming and ministering, and um, I just pray over each heart here, Lord. I thank you, Father, for the forgiveness that was released tonight, and I thank you for the freedom that it's going to um, promote in people's lives and in relationships. And, and as we walk away, Father, I pray that you'd strengthen each one in this area of forgiveness, Lord, and uh, that we'd be strengthened knowing that you are trustworthy, that we can trust you, and that you will protect our hearts, Father. And um, I just pray, Father, that you would seal up each of our hearts, that you would just put uh, like a, a healing balm over it. Would you pour healing into wounds that have been kind of uncovered tonight, Lord? I just pray that you would pour in your love and pour in your comfort and pour in your grace into our hearts where there's been some um, some things dug up and the ground might be a bit soft and tender right now. And uh, I just pray, Father, that you would remind us and bring to mind other people we need to forgive just in the next couple of weeks. Lord, I just pray that you would... Uh, just cause us all to see how much you've forgiven us and that we would walk in that same manner to people around us. In Jesus' name, we look to you, God, as the great counselor. We look to you as our guide, and we just thank you for how you do speak and how you do guide us, Lord. You are so good, God. And um, we just bless your name. We thank you that it's all for you. And I just pray that as we walk in a greater measure of freedom, Lord, that we'd be able to pour out to others in a healthier way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah, if anyone has any questions and they just want to talk one-on-one, we're available to do that afterwards, too. And... um, We'll see everybody next week. I was just gonna, oh, yeah, two weeks. I was gonna also say if you wanna t- take your um, sheets with you and maybe create like a folder or something, you can keep them all together over the eight weeks because we're gonna give you materials every single week, and you can keep it all together and you can have a record of what you've done. So, all right, be blessed, everyone. May Jesus bless you with grace. <laughs>